I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. That last episode really got us into a tizzy. So let's continue with this fuckery. We're still going to talk about regressive mindsets just and bullshit just <laughs> bullshit what did, what's wrong with us today like what were we thinking when we so, did this slate <laughs> when when did you first hear about trad wives today's today's uh list of episodes that we're recording makes me feel like i had a hand in booking the lineup for woodstock nodding <laughs> Aggressive, 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 <laughs> Sheriff Crow. Aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. <laughs> this will be great. So I great. heard of Tradwives the other day when I sent you that link. I swear to God, I had like never. That was not a thing. So you know what's a bummer is a couple of years ago I said I told right. you about Tradwives. I know, but like I think I don't. So she's a great listener. She didn't take it in. If though, there's not. one thing that I've learned over the years that we've been doing this, Katrina. Best listener. Ever. Nope, I'm not. And I think I know when I don't want to know something, I erase it from my memory. I mean, in this case. But you will never forget soaking. God bless it. Yeah, we did just between recording last episode and like this episode. 30 minute soaking conversation. But imagine yeah. if you had a bidet that you could clean everything out between soakings. But Fucking anyway, if you didn't Jesus listen to that Christ. episode, you should go back go and back to that one. So you can be equally traumatized. Horrified. Yes. Um, so, Trad when did you hear about Trad Wives? The, the specific terminology that you're using yes. um, when you told me that was the name of the episode uh, last week. Oh, okay. Um, the concept, I guess I've always known existed. Well, yeah, I've, I think I'm kind of the same I've way. Even, yeah. I even know people where I'm like, oh, no. I, they're less along the lines of this, less extreme version, but it's like, oh, no, you just, you're perfectly content having a child and raising it and falling in with this. Um, uh, it's norm. more than that. So when you I, I just yeah. said it was, yeah. it's not it's <laughs> so Jesus Christo. But then, <laughs> sorry. Um, you go ahead, Mitchie. I, it was a couple weeks ago. I was, I was on the old dating apps. <laughs> oh, as, dear. Uh, I tend to do. And uh, me being single still has nothing to do with the fact that I call them the old dating app. <laughs> Um, oh. Ye old dating app. I see the next one. Yeah. I see see this profile, and it was like, I'm a red pilled woman. Oh, oh shit! And I was like, so you okay, didn't I swipe. think I know what that means in the terminology of the Matrix, but I don't <laughs> know how that translates to womanhood, real life. Uh, and I I kind of know what the conspiracy theorists uh, use that. Uh, yes. reference as. They've woken up. But I didn't necessarily understand what that meant as as it pertained to women. But luckily, she was there to explain in her <sighs> second prompt. If you don't know what a red-pilled woman is, and I don't know why I adopt that masculine <laughs> I like it. voice. I like it. It's like she, she, I could just imagine well, her smoking channeling. a pack of Paul Malls every hour. <laughs> just like, listen, yo. <laughs> what I mean by a traditional woman... You sound like Rob Schneider a little my bit. My husband is the breadwinner of the family. Um, I can't keep doing that. It's going to kill my throat. <laughs> yeah, you literally sound like Rob Snyder. Um, but it was like, uh, I believe that making my man happy uh, physically, spiritually, blah, 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 is the way to do this and that he is the breadwinner and the man in charge. And, he, and, and basically just like, I want to be subservient. 
Is this is like the 37 and me or whatever that one it, is. Which which right. is weird because <laughs> the, the, numbers. <laughs> the aggressiveness with which this is laid out right. on the dating profile <laughs> leads me to believe that she is not a subservient. Well, no, not a, not if she's being. barking right. orders. Right, where it's just like, you are, this feels like a list of demands <laughs> to serve. Like Also, I love that she's like on dating apps, right? So she's like not married. Also, so she's just she's like ready out, for this. She's also out seeking and that would be anti. The men are supposed <laughs> right. to come to you. The men are supposed to ask you out. Right. You would never. So basically she should just have be a photo so bold. and that's it. Sure. Right. <laughs> but it, it was, I was like. Oh, she should just say well, available trad wife. Yeah. I, I'm sorry that. Okay. I mean, to each their own, I guess. But like. So, so yeah. all those Let's years ago when you brought it up to me and I ignored you. Also <laughs> worth noting is there was the, the, the concept and the notion of this existing when we were talking about the um, men's conference. The 22 yeah. convention. Oh, yeah, okay. The so we knew it was a number. Was so like when you said 37 no and me, I think you were thinking 23 and me, which is... Oh, uh, the genetic thing? Uh-huh. So oh, you're yeah, just yeah, like yeah. way off on a couple counts. It was a couple numbers. Yeah. It was that all like me, me lady again chick. You were chick trying to do some stuff. kind of numerology over there. I was like, I'm just going to talk right the fuck Everybody over Everybody who her. knows me knows <laughs> I'm out on math. It's, but, it's fine. Um, where it's like, women aren't allowed at this convention. But we gave y'all a little mini convention over yeah. here right, to go hang right. out. How to act like real work women. Work on some quilts and shit. Well, so, um, yeah, what's a trad wife? So, so let's, since let's, you're the one who knew what yes. it was first. So let's talk about what we are and what we are not talking about. So we are not talking about people who are just stay-at-home moms because, listen, I am and uh, I am you're not, definitely a not a trad wife. <laughs> they would be very disappointed and if they came to my house. We're not talking about people who are just crunchy. Like, there are people who, like, take joy in, like, making things from scratch and all of that. Yeah, play groups and shit. No, we're not talking That's about, that. about that. Yep. Trad wives are a specific movement. They're women who model their lives after the role of a 1950s housewife. It kind of gained steam around 2017, although no one's quite sure when or where it started. But it's definitely become, like, a social media thing. Um I first heard about it in a video a couple of years ago. There was a woman who's actually older. And, and in the video, um, if you watch it, it's older women who are talking about this and about the traditional role of womanhood. Um, and they were basing it on this book called Fascinating Womanhood that people in the 1960s used to have, like, lessons in their house about. Um, so what does the trad wife look like? You're looking – you're going to see someone definitely white – um, in a picture on like Instagram or in a video on TikTok, they're wearing like a homemade apron, probably have their hair done. Makeup. Uh, yes. And basically you're going to see them talking about like the beauty of traditional womanhood, which is very specific in their terms and um, talking about why it's not bad to be submissive to your husband. Um, it's definitely linked to religion. Although there's, there are some people who want to have a spiritual, scripture-based marriage, that does not make them a trad wife. Right. Um, uh, you're, you're not seeing women of color as part of this. I'm sure there are exceptions to that rule, but generally speaking, no. Um, in fact, there was a trad wife back in 2017 who set up a, quote, white baby challenge because of all the falling <laughs> birth rates of white folks. Aww. Uh-huh. Um you know, if you if you look on social media for this, like I saw um, 
you know, their anti-progressive movement. There was a post that was like, my pronouns are wife and sandwich maker, which isn't as clever as they think it is because they don't understand what pronouns are. Apparently. They are <laughs> never. They are never as clever as, as they, they think say they, they are. are. Or they, they think they, they are. They yeah. think they are. Yeah. Like, they're never. They are never that clever. No. Um, th- yeah, that's just like my pronouns because I don't like supporting trans people are right. They're words just that bigots. I'm going to use to define myself. Yeah, they're yeah. This doesn't bigots. make as much sense as I think it does. Which yeah. is hilarious that you bring that up. And I'm sorry to divert. But while we're here, I just have to talk about how funny it is. Again, the lack of like, it's like, I'm going to say this with such authority as if I am crushing open mic night. <laughs> and then you're just like, that, you sound, you made, so dumb. Mm, that sounded dumb. So Ted Cruz worked it into his um, speeches as he was going across the country where he would go to these colleges and he would talk about like, we got to, you know, there's a, I was talking to one, one of our constituents that goes to one of the woke colleges in America, <laughs> which what does that even mean? That doesn't mean liberal, anything. A liberal it, it doesn't mean college. anything uh, because a lot mm-hmm. of these people think that you know, college in they general is liberal. Are, liberal. Yeah. Right. But um, it's like we and and they they said on the first day of school, the teacher goes around and they have they have no choice but to say their name and their pronouns at all across this university. I'm like, that's that's definitely not true. That's no. not happening. That's ridiculous, it, unless it's a very specific class that lends itself to that. <laughs> right. Um, the whole point of pronouns is you have them if you want. Like that's right. the point. Exactly. So well, I will stop, say stop sensationalizing, yeah. Ted Cruz. But he goes, well, you know what? I'm here at this great school, and my name is Ted Cruz, and my pronouns are kiss my ass. He also did. What? He also said he ate some lady's son. Or something he in one of his things. Son? There's like all these stickers. Have you not seen it? So no. This man ate my son because he said something <laughs> really stupid again like that. You'll have no. to look it up because he was trying to be funny. He was trying because to be he's, clever. He's right. so dumb. He's those, so dumb. Those, there's only one. Is, is my a pronoun? No. No. That's no, not a no. pronoun. Ass? No. Nope. Nope. Also not no, no, one. No pronouns. You know, we should go back to grammar school and learn what a noun, a pronoun, <laughs> an adverb, all those things. It's, it's fun. It's, it's not cute. as clever as you think. The same with Let's Go, Brandon. Anyways. Okay. Yeah. Proceed. I'm sorry. I just had to rant <sighs> no, about lack of cleverity. <laughs> clarity. Clarity, yeah. yeah. I like it. Um, made that up. So as a crew, um, was <laughs> nope, I don't think anybody wondered. They think. are they believe feminism has set women back and is very damaging. Oh sure. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We're the re- us feminists, we're the reason we're, we're the set prop. back. Mm-hmm. Um so this is from Alana Pettit who is a self-proclaimed trad wife. Uh, she says a trad wife is not subservient. Through a traditional, though a traditional housewife may submit to her husband, she is not considered of lesser importance to him or allow herself to be in a position that threatens her rights. A traditional housewife chooses her husband based on his ability to care for people, provide for their children, and most importantly, upon his integrity and values. She says her role is submitting to and spoiling her husband like it's 1959. Um, Does she not just say it's not subservient? Yep, but she says submitting. Mm-hmm. Okay, you you're going to see a lot of that cognitive dissonance. <laughs> I mean, are we reading what I'm reading? So here's the thing, you, and it's so fucking stupid. And I'm like, I can make my my husband dinner, and like actually in our house, we there are some things we have very not traditional sex, you know, or gendered roles, <laughs> and sometimes we do. Like, I I cook I cook most of the time, but also you know what he makes. 
cook and you know those things i could still have sex with him and cook him dinner and like go to my job be the primary breadwinner none of those things are like against each other right these are not conflicting things i would just like to point out in this while you were cooking dinner you could technically soak (laughs) (laughs) not if we're missionary so I will no, no, say, no, but, like we had asked about the doggies soaking. I mean, well, but then we decided that that's. I don't think we did that on air, yeah. by the way. It's your world. We're just okay. living in it, just Katrina. Got it. Okay, let's just. So keep going. I will <laughs> say, like the. <laughs> it's just like an overwhelming amount of privilege this person is speaking. Well, from. yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, so basically, what she's saying is, it's okay to submit to my husband. I'm not subservient him because I picked a husband who's going to make all the right decisions first of all no such person exists also second of all so so you're saying so so what about someone who didn't choose the right husband as many people don't always choose the right spouse or or just what if like you can't be a single income home like ours right what if both of you happen to have to work like because you don't have the fucking money to sit around with your choach open for him you you picked wrong so you're not sitting but oh but katrina you're not sitting around with your choach open right you're that's right you're having a house that is i'm keeping the house and i'm cooking and you're sewing your own apron looking beautiful you're tending to your child and not expecting your husband to tend to your child right right and not expecting them to cook you're not basically like so not the concubine. Pri- the privilege but. of these statements just like bowls me right. over. Yes. 100%. And the fact that they consider it a privilege. But like not no. in the way. Like, right. That's the way I'm saying it. Right. Yeah. Right, no, right, 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 right. Yes. And then we're all, we're, the, we're the pro- monsters. I am privileged to serve this man where right. we're saying you're privileged to have the opportunity to raise a family that way. Yes, oh, yeah, exactly. You know and I, mean? I, by and the way, I consider afford, myself very privileged to be the someone fuck, who doesn't. Yeah. yeah, afford the fucking makeup on your face. Like, right. literally. Okay, go ahead. So, um, <laughs> so here's here's where it gets even worse. So critics say that this movement is a gateway to sexism and the alt-right. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. There's no attention to the heinousness of what women deal with right now. And that's just white women. Mm-hmm. So basically, it, they're just living in this fairy tale world, right? And and not looking at disparities in pay or treatment or any of that. And this is just this because they don't have to. This right. is just or they don't have to. And this is just the white women, right? Mm-hmm. Like immediately, things are like literally anything that's bad for you as a woman is worse exponentially if worse if white. you're a woman of color. Yes. Um. So. There's a woman, Mariel Cooksey of Political Research Associates. So she says, Tradwifery is encouraging women to embrace supposedly feminine characteristics like chastity and submissiveness and trade feminist empowerment for patriar- a patriarchal vision of gender norms and accepting that women shouldn't work, shouldn't have the right to vote, and should fully submit to their husbands and their faith to live a happy life of homemaking. While not all tr- tradwives associate with white supremacist politics, politics and not all are christian fundamentalists the movement offers an elegant solution for women seeking acceptance in white nationalist factions some popular trad wife influencers are explicit in their connection to far-right ideas using their platforms to disseminate white supremacist propaganda yeah no shit like was anybody surprised that this is like a, no. a like and of course i'm sure there are people who call themselves thing. trad wives who are not a, not political in nature and are just or not intentionally Right. They just wanted to be part and accepted at the country club. 
and they want to post pictures of themselves on Instagram, which is a whole other thing, because despite it's, in my view, pretty uselessness as a, as a career choice, um, influencers, like, that takes time. Mm-hmm. Content creation, yep. them getting dressed up, getting the perfect shot, like, rehearsing, that take rehearsing, writing. like, that's time you could be spending with your family, and making yeah. A, Making, making a, a dinner, sandwich. I guess, yeah. Making a sandwich you so talked about. So here's what they're also not talking about. So these are things that came along in the 60s, 70s, and 80s that women didn't have protection from in the 50s. You know, that that time when America was great before. <laughs> so women didn't have equal pay. We still don't. Uh, no. There was prohibition against employment discrimination. Contra- contraception was still illegal some places, even for married couples. It was definitely well, illegal for unmarried well, couples. Well, it'll soon be again. We can't. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just wait. That's next. Uh, employees could refuse to hire you if your kids weren't in school. Uh, yeah, and contraception wasn't protected for unmarried women until the 70s, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, credit and housing discrimination were illegal. So basically, like, I don't think it was until the 70s when women could have a credit card or buy their own house. Right. You couldn't like, own land. You had to be married. And it was cool to discriminate against pregnant women until the late 70s, too. And so now. what a time. What a time. Well, we're, ba- we're basically getting back to it with all of the bullshit as of late. Well, but that's what this whole right. fucking that's, trad wife thing right. is about. Like, like, like no abortions and trad wives and all. We're just going right back to where we had no fucking rights. That's Great. the Thank thing you. about the whole make America great again thing that pisses me off more than anything else is because really it if was so America great. was great back then, it was great for a very small amount of people. It was right. not great for people of color. Well, that's what they're saying. It was saying. not great for women trapped so, at home suffering from depression and afraid to tell anyone because then they'll be treated America like a white again, Rin. That's what it means. It's just they couldn't. He he got curbed enough to not actually be able to say. But it that. wasn't actually good for anybody. If we're being yeah, honest, but, the quote know. unquote good old days have been very romanticized. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Throughout every single generation, it's been like, eh, I remember the good old days before I had to deal with change X Y Z of any sort. Yes. Yeah, but then you look and it's like, yeah, I mean the seventies. Okay, Woodstock or sixty nine. Whatever, 70s, 60s, 70s. Oh, cool. Free love. The, the hippie movement. That that seems like a good time. Why did the hippie movement exist? Right. Like, what Protest. spawned that? You know, right. But that's what... Yep. Like, Repression. You, yep. you, they romanticize the good stuff, the music, the uh, outfits, the fashion, the food even. But they don't look at the underlying causes of these things, right? Like... Woodstock was that would have been cool. That would have been so cool if if you were lucky enough to right. get there. If if you weren't living in some suburban town in Iowa, getting the shit beat out of you by your dad because that was discipline back then. You know, it's the the rise of serial killers. You know, it, it's so like you could say, I want it. I want it to be just like it was on Dennis the Menace. It's like, eh, you don't. No, you, you don't. You and don't. it wasn't. You think you do. You want that version of it, but that's because you aren't allowed to do anything but watch television. And people suffered in silence, like suffered in silence right. from abuse and sexual assault, and yeah. people, people who loved people of the same gender. Or people who didn't identify with the gender of the body they were born into basically just had to suffer in silence or risk death Correct. to or be their killed, right. full human selves. Right. Yeah. 
No, yeah. I mean, and again, it's Let's not just it's not just the fifties. It's up. everything. Everybody talks yeah, about are. the roaring twenties, and it's like, yo, look at the twenties. <laughs> like, look at them you outside of, of the fancy people dancing in the Great Gatsby. Like, think about look who's outside it. of that venue where they're dancing. And look at the poverty right. and suffering right, because that it's was not, experiencing. It's not the pov- the impoverished people saying it, right? It's right. the people who are at the party saying Correct. it. Correct. And it's, they want to go back to where they were happy and safe and no no black people had to work with them. And there were no women fucking bosses. And I just don't like it. Well, and, and this is, and there, there was a, a documentary thing. Uh, I guess it may have been a lecture or something. The guy who played the Joker on the original Batman, mm-hmm. right? Like, not the... the uh, not the TV show. The series. Thank yeah. you. Adam West. That was Batman. I know, that's what I'm saying, but that's, that's yeah. the yeah, Batman that's we're um, about. The guy who played Joker did this thing called, like, pop culture history. And it was all about, like, the actual stories behind historical events. Yeah. And, like, the first thing he said was, here's two things that you need to remember. History is what men agree to believe. Yeah. And the second one was when the lie becomes legend or was it when the lie when the lie becomes legend print the lie. Mm-hmm. Or something along those lines yeah. of like if that's taken off just roll with it. Like yeah. the fact that everybody knows Paul Revere, right? Yeah. Paul Revere rode from here to here. But we don't talk about the guy that rode from here all the fucking way down the coast, right? right. Nobody knows him because Longfellow didn't have a fucking poem about him, right? <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know how right. to re- well, rhyme his name. Yeah, what you're so, saying is, but like, yeah. that's and so the the glossed over version, it's the like, picture, it's the beautiful it's, picture. Like, it's every, I love Lucy. All of and my friends who talk like about their family pictures, right? And they're um, a lot of my friends who have kids who have these beautiful. You know, they do their Christmas cards with their pictures on it. And, and other friends will say, God, it's look at how beautiful your family is. And then one of my good friends says, yes. But right before that got snapped, mm-hmm. we were there were threats. There were bribes. <laughs> there were tears. There Absolutely. was cussing. There was like, if you don't stand in this goddamn picture, I swear to fucking sure. God, I'll shave your head. You know, <laughs> shit like that. Absolutely. And everybody only sees that beautiful snapshot and that, that came out just perfect. That That's what this is. That has been exponentially made worse yes because now it's not just the christmas card that we have to pose for it's social media right and we everyday life it's it's we have we can only post the good stuff well we're going back to that same time in the 50s the postcard leave it to beaver Mm -hmm. and all of that great stuff and our strife wasn't so bad just a little bit of strife but not you know andy griffith oh well opie's mom was dead oh darn but like there it were was still nice. Five channels, and, and all they of were which all were white. very white-centric, very of course. suburban romanticized family sitcoms. Yep. Right. There was no like drama. Was like J T J Hooker and like a crime show. But even then, where are the women? Right. They're not solving crimes. They're at home. Hookers on every show. Sure. If it was a cop show. But the the again. It's it's just so romanticized by those shows and being right. And they're talking B about that. They're not talking about real life. 
going Correct. back to a fake. That's what their hope is. That's yeah, what their dream is. Yeah, we're talking about the women who were depressed and had to hide their depression put or their else heads they'd be in ovens. Yeah, put their sure. heads in ovens while their husbands were at work. That's fine. And I will say, I, I do not believe that the majority of these women who consider themselves trad wives are actually happy. Although what I will say, it's their perfect right to lead their lives any way they want. What pisses me off is them is shitting on me and my choice is for them, life. Them saying that this is the way. Right. This isn't my way. This is the way. Right. Um, so, you Which know, we talk a lot about... It's not far off from drag culture. You're still wearing a costume. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The only Staying difference like is drag point. is a personal decision, and they don't... Like, they're not saying, like, hey, you... All the time. You need to wear drag a fucking dress. Drag all the time. Right. And, or you're just not drag cool. Enough. But this is... Well, I'm going to wear this costume, and I'm going to play this character... All the time. And... This is my life. Yeah, you... If you're not going to play along, you're then wrong, yeah. you're not with the cool kids. Yeah. So, you know, we talk a lot about toxic masculinity. Is this toxic femininity? Yes. I think so, too. 100%. Because that does not make... You wearing makeup and and all of that, or and us not, doesn't make us less, less feminine. Doesn't make us less of a woman. It means we just don't makeup or subservience and like right i think that's the part that bugs me is yeah. the like them i saw so many videos of girls and women i don't want to say girls because they are adults but like trying to manipulate this idea of subservience and submission for themselves so that's not a bad thing it's like no it's just yeah. love it's just you know it's not that he doesn't listen to me it's that you know when he's making decisions he takes my feelings into account no no. <laughs> not in my house. That's no. not how. And I'm not the boss either in my house. That's not, t- to me, that's not what marriage is. Even though traditionally, back in the day, unfortunately, that's definitely what it was. It was right. transactional. Well, it we, was, we got to told. find somebody with good childbearing hips. Right. And, uh, Who can cook a good casserole. Right. And I need to find a man with a good job and a nice car. That can provide. That right. can provide. Yep. And somewhat tolerate. They would but just, it was very God, I, I Hopefully it won't hit me. I should right. start trolling them. <laughs> talk about, you know, how I've been like the primary breadwinner of our so family talk situation. To me, and I'm going gonna, gonna to read this quote, but I would like to know what you guys think, like why this has happened. But there is an author, Joe Plaza, who said, the danger of trad wives is that our duty right now as women is to celebrate the myriad of choices women deserve to have as to how they live their lives and what work they choose. A woman choosing to focus her energy on her home and her children is powerful. A woman submitted to her husband and letting him take agency over her entire life is a dangerous throwback. I mean, I generally agree. I do think that, look, I I celebrate their right to do it. If that's what you want, I'm not going to tell you how to live. It's them telling me I'm wrong. Because I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm saying that's not for me. And I think when you tell me that I'm something less because I don't do what you do, that's where the problem is. I'm not doing that to you. Don't fucking do it to me. It's also, to me, a reset of like, well, we're everything just going to go back to a time where we don't have to think about people of color. We don't have to think about right. people that aren't straight. Or things don't I don't like. I don't, I don't like it, so I'm la, 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 la. There I'm are people that, that desire being told what to do. And that's fine. They want, it, like... Uh, no, cool. no. So, sometimes yeah. I do too. No, like, no, 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 not no. me. I, I mean, <laughs> it's like single day. Like, my I, don't, life. I don't need a cheesecake factory. Like, I will not even walk in there. It's a lot of things. It's a lot the, of menu. The menu is overwhelming. Yeah, we can narrow it like, down. I just pick something and do it good. Yeah. Where 
And and I, I can, mean, their stuff is good. Let me say where I, I can understand that, like, there are a lot of choices and there are a lot of options now. And we have the ability to just go out and do what we want. And if you're not prepared for that, you don't know. I can see where it could be overwhelming. It's like, please just tell me. Like, this seemed sure. to work for so long. I, let's go with it. But again, it's it's when that becomes your personality and your soapbox. Right. When your it's when your lifestyle, regardless of what it is, becomes so much a part of you that you feel entitled and obligated to tell everyone else yeah, that you are doing the right thing and they are wrong. Right. That's, that's the issue, yeah. right? Because yep. if you want to let your husband tell you what to do, yeah, fine. Do it fine. I'm not cool. I'm not gonna I'm not here to argue with that. Like I'm probably not gonna hang out with you anyways. Right. We're we're not in the same social circles. But again, to Katrina's point, it's it's that arrogance. It's that um I mean, arrogance. Looking yeah. their nose down at my choices. Yeah, yeah. We we have a l- the luxury of living now however it is that we want because of all the steps feminists, the feminist movements have done. Like, right, all of this work we've done allows you to be a fucking trad wife. Like, just like it allows me to work. Like, all of these things, without everything we've done the last 50 years, she may not have been able to be a trad wife. If we didn't do everything, you know, right. who knows what happens? Who knows what happens if we never that's have the, women's that's lib? That's the dangerous part about right. it is they're just You're gonna pr- they're pretending it. like everything else was a mistake. Yes. Despite the fact that everything else is what led them to be able to make the choices that they're allowed to make. 100%. 100%. Right. Here's the other problem. <laughs> I. It's literally talking to a fucking I, wall. I, I've not seen any surveys or actual numbers, but I would have to imagine these are not the highest educated people. I have to imagine, again, this is an assumption that a lot of these come from uh, communities and areas and uh, places that don't necessarily encourage education or change or diversity. I don't know. I I think these people are more mainstream than you think they are. Yeah. Well, I, but I mean, it's the religious thing, right? So we've got a lot of people who are very, and I know some of them, and they're why they have very, very strict hus- husband and wife rules. The gender and norms. Gen- yep, their wives are not are not allowed to work. Their only job is to rear their children. They're, I mean, they sure. it is very, and they are in the mainstream, and they're here and in, in front I of us. I didn't say that they weren't down the road. I said they're not highly educated, specifically the women. I I think there's probably I also think there's more overlap. There are a lot of people of my generation, your generation, who have multiple degrees and like myself have decided to go back and be stay-at-home parents and stuff like that. And I'm guessing, and we're kind of getting into my next question, but I'm guessing that there's a bunch of overlap there. I don't. Okay. I don't think that. I think here's what I, I do I, think. I tend to think I do what think Mitch that is these people are not poor. What you're saying, Mitch, I do. Oh, tend. they're definitely. Not. I, I tend to think they're high school graduates. Sure. Who I'm speaking specifically yeah. of the women, the husbands. Yes. These oh no, they are definitely college educated. College they have to be able to afford their lifestyle. Correct. And this, this is. But these are slightly women. Slightly above what middle class used they went to be. To, they went to church together their whole lives, sure. and then he went on to college, and she went on to raise their babies. Here's the exception. Bible college. 
that might be a thing. Okay. Yes. But if you to went their to MRS. anything outside of a Bible college, then you were given too much importance to yeah. go back on that. Especially, yeah. I mean, if you go to any regular, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Again, Bible college clearly, as we talked about in in the last episode, probably depending on how they're released. Just um, it, it, it we're was, gonna do uh, it in the order. In the you know order. the Liberty University way of yeah. Right. These are the standard norms that you are uh, to abide by. So I I don't know. Like I again I, I could see them living in Farragut. Tennessee, you I know, the, that's the where they live. wealthy part of town, <laughs> that's exactly where they but I live. can also see them out in the country on farms and ranches. I don't see them in lower income areas. No, no. I don't see them where there has been any sort of diversity whatsoever. I don't whatsoever. see them as much in the farms. I think you were right on the Farragut thing. But oh, yeah. No, they're, they're out there they're, with me. I think they're out there. They're they're or wherever you're from. They're in the they're they're in the upper middle class part of town. And they're just educated enough. But and and that's that's how they end up. And I'm not gonna say that's how they end up. That's how we get there. <laughs> how they get you. Um, but that lack of education, plus also the strategy of this specific mindset, is fear. Mm-hmm. The things that you love and hold sacred are being taken away from you. By these people, I just these don't feminists are taking. They're ruining you, what you grew up with. They're ruining everything that the Andy Griffith show and I love. But it's Lucy. not even what you grew up with. It's something you never actually even experienced. Saw. And right. I think it's just so funny because I'm like, who is stopping you? Like, why do you think I give one flying fuck what you do? How no, many pies but, you make? But do the what thing. the fuck you do. Don't my, don't tell me what I got to do. I'm not going to tell you what you got to do. Who the fuck is like repressing you in your fucking privileged white neighborhood? Nobody right. is, but they Nobody. are telling them that yeah. they are being replaced. Yeah. It goes back to replacement theory. If I, they were so I, important, if they were so important, they couldn't be replaced. Mitch, will you explain what replacement theory yes. is? Because I'm sure some people don't know. Replacement theory is the is this theory. I don't even. It goes back so far, um, but it is starting to gain more and more traction as the right the far right specifically becomes more and more white supremacist out loud um but it is the theory that uh minorities jews uh, hispanic people, people black people asian people are being strategically put into the united states and across the world to replace the white man or the white people in general which is fucking absurd. We haven't managed to replace you yet, and we've been trying for, what, five fucking years? <laughs> it's Send your resume to that other effort <laughs> at gmail.com. Yes, only, though, if you're a nobody, person of some kind of color. Nobody would last longer than one episode. <laughs> I promise. You guys have no idea what happens off. Um, no, it's but, lovely. But it goes back to replacement theory So and, and fear. Again, that that seems to be what the far right uses as their tactics to bring people in is your lifestyle, your culture, your neighborhood. They're coming for it. The libs, the people of color, the gays, the trans people, the the he she's and stuff like they're coming for your community. They're going to change it. They're going to take away all of your values and then they're going to murder Jesus again. And it's like (laughs) 
Nobody cares about your Podunk County out in the middle of nowhere, right? Like we we're can't not, afford to get to Farragut. Yeah. We have right. to, like we can't afford the traffic to sit on the interstate at the Turkey Creek exit. You know, like so stop. Like you're afraid of things that have never even come into your neighborhood. Yeah. Again, black people. They're all xenophobes. Yeah. Yeah, it, and that's what it, it comes down to. So it's like so that's where the loudness comes from, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like, instead of just like, oh, no, this is my choice, this is how we live our life, it's like, cool. But then they're like, babe, them Jews are going to come and make you a feminist, <laughs> and you're going to have to get a job working for them in Hollywood. And, you know, and, it's, and they're like, well, not, no, this is not right. We can't let them do that. We have to stand up for our heritage. It's like, okay, a heritage of hate. Well, and on the job thing, there, I, I did see multiple posts that were like, I would rather help build my husband's dream than just go to work somewhere and help build somebody else's. What about your dream? What about what you give a shit about? I just hate the condescension, to be honest with you. Yes. It's like, why don't you just leave me alone and do what you're going to do? Sure, nobody cares. Like, <laughs> nobody gives a shit. I don't give a shit about you. Again, like, I know people right. that are like, no, like, yeah. I really like being a mom. Like, that is what I like doing. I enjoy, I get so much fulfillment out of that. I don't want to work. I don't have to work. I'm very fortunate that I don't. So that's how we're going to do this. I well, enjoy doing this. Well, it's just a different, like, you know, obviously, so all three of us have different jobs. We all live different lives, different ways. And none of us sits here and tells the other one. The way where each of us is living is wrong. I don't know, Katrina. I you, mean, we tell you all borderline. the time. <laughs> <laughs> I live the most boring of all of us. Mm. So taking taking a little bit more of a systemic view of this, I wanted to read this quote and see what y'all think. Um, so we are now in the fourth wave of U.S. feminism. This is from Meryl Cooksey again. A movement progressively more focused on diversity, intersectionalism, queerness, and openness about sexual violence and assault than earlier waves. But for all these positive steps, many women have uh, been failed by the compromises of modern feminism and late-stage capitalism. Unable to find a workable solution for the quandary of work-life balance, Gen Z have girls have watched their working mothers leaning to unequal workplaces only to earn less money in a capitalist system that also devalues their domestic workload. Well, we've talked about we talked my about this. My mom is a prime example of sure. this. And like we ta- anytime my mom talks about work, my blood pressure shoots out of the roof and I I nearly explode. Well, right, and we've talked about like during the pandemic when we all had to go home and work from home, it fell on our on the women. Right. To have to rear the kids. Well, women so, still and do, then, even even if women are in the workplace and their husbands in the workplace, we're women, still dealing with the kids more. We're still dealing with the house chores more. Yes. We're still, I mean, as a majority, that's not the that's not, not to everyone. A no, there are a lot of people who that's not the case, but it's still the majority. The statistic shows that the domestic things fall on the women, and so yeah, I can see where it's like, okay, I'm never going to get ahead. I'm never going to, you know, so I'm going to do this. Again, I don't take issue with their po- their choice or their lifestyle. I take issue with their treating me like I'm some kind of criminal because I don't live it. But I guess to me this what this speaks to is like they're elitist So you know nature. like everything everything that's personal is political. Yeah. It just makes me think about the failure in our overall system the capitalist system, 
women not being paid equally, you know, lack of public support. So you've got people who've grown up with working moms, with single moms, and families who are going through a system, right, where the work week was designed basically for you to have a wife at home taking care of things for you. Right. That's how our Monday through Friday, eight to five work week was designed. And so it doesn't work if you don't have someone doing that. If you live in my house, it doesn't work even if you do. Um, But, (laughs) but, you know, I just wonder if they're seeing the things that still aren't perfect in the system. They grew up seeing stressed out moms not getting paid enough and decided like, oh, well, obviously this doesn't work. So instead of trying to make the system work for us, we're just bowing out of the system. Well, that too. And then I do, of course, worry that there's some kind of like almost abuse, like the man has convinced them. Their husband has convinced them of this and is kind of forcing them into indentured servitude. You know, there is that that concern exists. Oh, for sure. I don't I you know, I'm not 100 percent sure all of these women came to this conclusion on their own. Listen, when you're saying that you submit to your husband, that is so worrying to people like us. That is such a big statement. Well, if somebody said that to you and I that we knew, we'd be like, we need to go ahead and um dig into this let's go to like, palancho what the fuck are we talking let's about? have some chips like, and salsa a lot let's of talk about this. and let's get the truth out here because yeah. what the fuck did you just say to me right um we don't take that lightly if it comes from somebody we know i just don't think there's a place for anybody to be told they have to submit to another adult church. like church church that's where it happens that's how, None of I us mean, go. I think that's Funny where enough. it happens a lot is somebody with the You're title right. pastor yeah. says something You're, along those lines. That's the families and, I'm talking and about. And again, these, these are people who have uh, blindly followed a pastor. I'm not even going to say Christianity, the Bible, yeah. or church. But, they, they, but we know you're are, thinking it. These are people that follow a pastor. And that's the danger, right? If you're not... If you're a Christian, that's great. Like, and you're following the teachings of Jesus, cool, man, that's great. But if you're following a pastor, yeah, then you are following a single person's interpretation, interpretation yeah. of right. an entire book, which is not has been interpreted to death to like an exorbitant amount of time. And like, it, I mean, if you if you even think about how you end up at the church that you go to, right, like. Here's this Bible. Here's this religion. Okay, well, I don't like the way that Jerry talks about that Bible and his interpretation of it, so I'm going to go make my own church over here, and I'm going to preach the way that I like it. And then somebody sitting in there goes, well, I don't like the way that Dale or Jerry talks about it, so I'm going to go over here, yeah. and I'm going to talk about it this way. Yeah. Well, that's all and the that books. just goes on throughout <laughs> history until you've got a church on every two blocks in the South. Um, or more. Yeah, or more. We've Sometimes like they're 13, right across the street from each other. We've got thirteen right like down one little strip. <laughs> but that's and that's the scary part, right? Is so like what's being taught in this church could be completely different than the church across the street, as far as well, what a woman's good, role is. So we're not too culty. Our cults can only get so big when that happens. <laughs> at least, maybe I don't know. Right? If we have a if we have a hundred churches, I'd rather a hundred churches than everybody at the one. <laughs> I don't know, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, it's, I, I, there's a, there's a, 
a voice of authority well, sure. that e- either seeds seeds the sow or <laughs> or sows the seed or hammers it home. Yeah. But and it's definitely a man. You're also mixing your metaphors like a motherfucker right now. So. <laughs> All right. I yeah, think I'm we're going to close this shit let's, out cuz so it's making me angry. do you want a trad wife there, Mitchy? No. Okay. What you kind sure? of wife do you want? Because she I could want like a clean partner. clean your you house and I, do. I want somebody that wear makeup will and let me win at thumb wrestling every now and then, but not too often. Keep you on your toes. Yeah, yeah. You gotta let me win a couple times, but I don't want to. I don't want. I want. I don't want to know that you're letting me win. So you just gotta like be slick. Spare it Keep out. the myth alive. Yeah, that's really the only thing I need. <laughs> it's just that. Yeah. Outside of that, very flimsy standards. <laughs> I don't believe. I don't you. believe that that's either. That's <laughs> that's not true. We've known you too long for you to pass that shit on. <laughs> um, Okay, yep, and I can guarantee you I would never be a trad wife. Um, no. And I don't even think of myself as, like, a non-traditional wife. No. I mean, like they I wouldn't said, have me. My I do laundry. I fold clothes, hang clothes. I mean, My I domestic abilities are not that high. <laughs> like, I'm a great mom. I'm such a loving, supportive wife. But, yeah, like, the other stuff, whatever. It's secondary. It's a team effort. It's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. So... Okay, all right. Well, all you trad wives out there, good luck. Um, do do what you got to do. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Just stop talking shit about us. <laughs> I'll be real happy. Um, and uh, so I guess you can find us on Facebook that uh, and um, Instagram that other f word pod. You can email us that other f word at Gmail. Uh, let us know what you want us to talk about and what we got right. If we got something wrong, you can email Mitch. Um, <laughs> And uh, like, subscribe, make your friends like and subscribe. And Talk rate and us. reveal. You know, do all that good stuff. Submit to S- us. Submit to us. <laughs> and remember, <laughs> feminism, feminism isn't, isn't a bad, bad word. word.